nice to meet you. We're all glad you came. Won't you try and remember our name? What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Friday edition of Locked on Sharks, daily source of everything to steal. Uh, they are sitting at home. There's your update uh, on San Jose. Uh, everybody else is enjoying hockey, and, it, and it's fun. Uh, this is the last day for uh, Down with Nerds Week. Eric will be back, barring some unforeseen 2020 experience uh, next week. And so it's just me, Kyle Demetrius, your host, along with JD, like we've been doing all week. And this day on this Friday, we are going to um, not preview a, a new prospect. We're going to kind of go over as a broad scope of all the guys we've covered and kind of make sense of, of the 20. I think we're at 20 guys that we've done and how we see them tiered up and and. and what we think we kind of like the order of. So we're just going to kind of review what we've done because I'm sure not a lot of people are paying attention to prospects anyway. Um, but it will be helpful in, when are they drafting? November? October? Uh, no, uh, beginning of November. I believe that is the draft. Beginning no, of November. No, beginning of October, I think. So I think October 1 is like the kind of, sometime in October is the new, it's a week after the end of the, Stanley Cup, something like that. I don't know. And it began in October. Maybe the 7th. For some reason the 7th. Sounds right. But anyway, so we are recording this during the... It's overtime right now between Cumbus and Toronto. And so if we all of a sudden just start laughing because uh, Toronto completes the meltdown, you'll know why. But um, Kyle, so do we want to start... Do we want to start with the, like, work our way up the board? So, like, guys that we don't really want to... Re- talk about or we want to talk about the good guys first let's do the guys we don't want cool first. how many guys on your board not not saying names yet how many guys are in this bottom tier of guys you don't really want uh mine are fairly distributed it's not like um i say one two three four five i have six guys in my like don't draft like these are kind of my my man guys I don't want to say they don't draft because if they like fall or like to like the Sharks 60th pick or we're, whatever. We're doing this under the guise of the first round off of the yeah. second pick. So like 27 and 34, or like 25 and yeah. 34 or 29 and 34. So we're doing this completely in context. Um, if one of these guys falls to 60 or, or 76 or whatever it is. Um, no, well, that's a different conversation. Taking yeah. Different conversations. Yeah. So we're talking purely... Top of the top of the board here, that Tampa first rounder and the Sharks own second um, um, right. rounder guy. So you have you have six guys in in your do not want section. Yes, my do not want. How about you? Five. Okay, so let's. Why don't you? Okay, I'm going to list a couple here, and right. I'm assuming we're going to uh, have very similar guys in the bottom. So Jake Neighbors. Okay. Uh, you have Jake Neighbors. I do not have him down there. He's in my next. Really year. interesting. He's yep. Trash. Um, so I have Jake Neighbors, Justin Barron, Ozzy Wiesblatt, Lucas Cormier, and Liam Foodie or Jean Luc Foodie. Liam is currently playing on my TV. So those yes. are my five guys. I don't want any part of them in the first round. 
Gotcha. I have Justin Barron, William Wallander, um, John Luke Foodie, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Schneider, Ozzy Weesplat, and Tyson Forrester. So we do have a couple guys. So let's talk about the guys that we both have um, done this. So John Luke Foodie, um, I know our friend Will Scouch is really high on him. He give you a potential steal, um, but it feels like he can skate really fast, and that's kind of about it with him. And you wonder if, like, he's super super raw, and then maybe the tools if just aren't all there for him. That was kind of my takeaway. Yeah, I'm not super high on Foodie in the first or top of the second round. I think I think Foodie is a guy that would be ideal in like the top of the third round. Um, yeah. because and he it, has he has some upside, but like not like first round upside. And I think his red flags are such that it would be a mistake to reach on him, whereas you can just wait and try to snag one of these guys way, way, way later. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, Ozzy, um, we both had Ozzy, I think with him, like his story is really cool and stuff, but I'm like, his shooting is really worrisome. And, um, I think there's other guys with a better shot that you can kind of similar guys with a better shot that you can get in the same area. Yeah. I just don't think, uh, Ozzy Weasblood is that good uh, yeah. in general. So and, he's going to be another guy. Uh, the, the problem here is that these guys are all going to be value picks later on but right now yeah. i just don't see there's too many red flags compared to the guys that we're going we're moving up yeah. the board with um i think you also had justin baron baron yeah i think with him i liked i like i compared him to justin braun 2.0 but i really worried about his uh red flag with his uh medical red flags so yeah yeah, I think that's a big thing. Is that uh, is that uh, it's just way too way too much injury, and then he didn't really recover as well, I think, as people wanted to. Um, yeah, so- and that's I mean that that's that can be an issue. Like, not everyone is the same when it comes to recovering from injuries, and you know, like we as we talked about with uh, yesterday when we talked about um, Darlene, where it's sometimes different guys are on different paths. But yeah, I, I still worry about the uh, injuries and with that so i think i think baron is the guy in this bottom tier for me that i like the most as like a top of the third fourth round or like bottom round yeah he, pick. He, he he's the top of my talented. tier there yeah yeah he's so a, he was super talented and challenging for like top overall defenseman before he got injured like years ago or whatever um so i think there is maybe something you can pull out of him but um you're gonna on him way later and it would just be way too risky even more so than like a foodie um yeah aaron just has a lot a lot of different things going on and i don't really think they're going to focus too much on defense that high anyway maybe i'm wrong defense is yeah defense is dumb (laughs) um all right so um you had where did you have force you had force in your next tier right i I also had cormier uh, down here and uh, Jake Neighbors. So Neighbors and Cormier were both kind of on the border for me. So we'll talk about those guys really quick. So um, Cormier for me, like he's a great skater. Um, he's definitely a wee boy. And you kind of wonder with the, sometimes with those skaters where they rely on that so much that if they lose it or when they get to higher competition, they don't have the other skills that kind of uh, go with them. Yeah, Cormier was the very first guy we we covered in our our prospect Friday, right? Uh, he was one of the first, yeah. 
So I'm pretty sure he was the first, actually. Um, and we were kind of like, oh, he could be a Vlasic 2.0 kind of deal where he's that, that stay at reliable stay-at-home defenseman. And, and, mm-hmm. and I think as we've gotten more knowledge and more scouting reports have come out and Keynes has done uh, the official podcast, the official scouting agency of <laughs> Um As they put out their final rankings and other people put out their final rankings, he's been sliding down everyone's boards. And I think yeah. it just makes logical sense that we were really excited about a guy to start doing this. And then as we get more information, he just kind of goes slippy, slippy down the, down the board. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Like, he's in the, I kind of figure, like, you could talk me into it. But yeah, he's, I, I would. I don't think I'd be happy if they drafted him that high. So, and then neighbors. No, and I, think, I think Jake Neighbors full stop sucks. So. Yeah, um, I think for him is he can't shoot very well. Like he's a really good playmaker, but I yeah, like I, I for what the Sharks need, I know stuff changes in a couple of years, but they need scores and they haven't had a pure score kind of pop um, in a while. So I think trying to load up your talent pool with scores would not be the worst thing in the world. So yeah. All right. Um, all right. So other guys I had in there, I had you have or a couple um I had, so I had Zion Nybeck, uh, Jacob Peralt, Casper, the friendly forward, um, Emile Andre, Brendan Brisson. Guys, you kind of don't really want, but you can like talk me into it. Yeah. So um, I I have five again. I have five again. Okay. So your guys? Uh, Emile Andre, William Wallinder, Tyson Forrester, Zion Nybuck, and Brendan Brisson. Um, All five of these guys for me are just dudes who you take because all your other targets are gone. Um, I don't think any of them are super special per se. I think maybe William Wallinder might have a, the most upside, but I, I just think if you're out of preparations A through G, you just flip on to the next one um, and try to just get one of these guys to get get some talent. But I'm not like super pumped, and this is my this is my plan. This is my great glass kind of guys. Yeah, and even among those, like for me, like Zion Nybeck, I know he's a tiny guy, and um, he's been all over the board too, but I really like his skills, and um, but you worry about the size with him. Um, and then, like, um, so Casper, kind of the same thing, where it's, he's a small guy, um, but an amazing shot, and he's one of those guys that, like, Eric really likes just because of, you know, like the the pack, like his or his skills and stuff, like his potential. Um, you know, like he's one of those guys too, where it's like if everything else kind of went against the sharks, it wouldn't be too bad. So, um, a couple guys that um, I love, I love Simon Tyvel. So, yeah, I definitely don't share that sentiment. I think you're on your own on this one. I, yeah, uh, you're on an island on JD's island for this. I, I think With, Simon Tyvel is absolutely nasty. So, gotcha. We, uh, I think they would be very happy. So, um, did we have any crossover here? I think we had Andre. Yeah, and so Andre Wallinder. Yeah, so Andre, I feel, is one of those defensemen who's really skilled, and you're going to draft him, and he's going to basically be in your middle pair for 10 years, and you don't have to worry about him, um, which is not a bad thing to walk away with, you know, in the top of the, you know, top of the second. It's one of those guys where you can kind of just write in, write in, and you don't have to worry, worry about that position anymore. So, um, like, 
I think he's a very safe pick. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he's fine. I don't know. I, it's I'm not far, it's, on Emil Andre. Yeah, he's not flashy. Like you're not gonna be like. It's like when in the NFL when your team drafts like an offensive lineman, you're like, yeah, I know they need to do this, but it's you're not like super pumped about it. So um, at least linemen are useful. I, I feel like yeah. Andre is falling behind some other guys, and some guys that we haven't done like Helga Grand. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's slipping behind those guys, and it's just going to be harder and harder to take them um, in the in the first the first round. Um, who do you have? So I have five tiers total. My next oh, tier is... All right, what's your next? I only have yeah. three tiers. I have five tiers. Okay. Uh, my next tier is is good um, good picks, but not blowing the doors off you picks. So, like, you, they end up taking these guys, and you're like, okay, that's good. I like it. Um, but I'm not going to, like, lose my mind. It's the, it's the offensive lineman pick, basically. It's okay. easier now. What you got? Um, so it's Schneider, Rowe, uh, and Meshach. Okay, so... <laughs> um, so actually, I have Schneider in my, like, do not want draft. Um, so he's down at the bottom. I just... He's a big guy, and he's, like... I worry about his offense with him, especially if you're going to be drafting in the top... If you're getting him in the top... for the Or end of the first, top of the uh, second. And, like I said, I just worry about... Him. I know he's he's ranked super high, but I just worry about his offense. Oh, yeah. And, and like I feel like you can I, find I you can find another you can find a defensive defenseman at a much cheaper like cost ratio, you know. So But are you finding a defensive defenseman that big skates like the wind and also has offensive upside eventually? No. No. I think Schneider but, is gonna be really good. Caden Gooley, whack. Yeah. Uh Braden Schneider, good. Um I think if they are gonna go defense, oh Columbus scored. <laughs> I'm like two seconds behind you. Oh my god. This is great. This is great. That's awesome. All right, let's take two seconds. And Kyle, the floor is yours to talk about the the collapse of the Toronto Maple Leafs who had a three nothing lead in this game. <laughs> they had a three nothing lead in the third period and then blew it all. Uh oh, it was a hat trick? Who scored that? Was that PLD that scored? Yeah, Pierre Lucas so. Bois. Uh, um, oh, so are they gonna have the sad ahead. people come out and throw out those hat like seven hats on the ice? Oh man, that's so sick when they did that. Yes. Okay, so John Tavares with a horrible turnover, good non signing. Oh, okay. And was then a it nice, was a two on nice one that was played play. absolutely terribly. Wait, I, I who's ninety? Was it Cody Cece? Oh, I don't know. I was hoping it was Cody Cece. <laughs> Just so Not we could Riley. Who, I think it is Cody Cece. Is it? Uh damn it, why don't they turn why doesn't he turn faster? He knows. I'm trying to figure this out here. I don't know. I probably Cody CC. Anyway, more like Kaka PP. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Whoever the least defensive was played that absolutely terribly. This is this is awesome. Um. So uh, yeah, down with the Leafs. That's so funny. Anyway, back to our back to our situation here. Um, I think Schneider. If the if the, if the Sharks are going to go defense, a defenseman here, Schneider probably won't be available. But if he is, I think he's going to be the best option. There's not a ton of high-end defensemen, but he's provides that swing for the fences kind of deal uh, where you're getting a package that may need a little work, but not too much work. So that, that's why I have Schneider there. I, th- I think he's good. And then um, Perot is, is pretty nasty, but he, he has uh, um, 
His major consistency some, uh, issues. Uh, some consistency issues. Yeah, sorry, it's completely yeah. blanked out there. Uh, and then Meshack is that that high floor, low ceiling Josh Norris type. So like, take him. He's your he's your right tackle that you have to draft eventually. Yeah. Um, and you're just like cool. Uh, so yeah, they're they're they're, they're kind of just like in this like good pick, and then they just exit your brain forever. Yeah. Until they show up on the NHL. <laughs> All right. All right, so who, what's your next tier? Uh, my next tier is above average picks um, and very happy. It is one, two, three, four, uh, five guys. So it's Simon Tyvel, Gull, Maverick mm-hmm. Bork, uh, and JJP, John Jason Pacheca. Um Okay, yeah, I have a lot of the, like, those guys are in my, I'd be happy if they drafted them. Um, guys, too. So... Um, where do you want to, let's start with our boy Maverick, who was like, I think he was like our second guy that we talked about. So we haven't talked about him in a while. Um, so with him, he has a beautiful, just gorgeous shot, a uh, great playmaker, but he's a bit of a wee boy. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a wee boy and you have a sick shot, um, and absolutely kill. I think he was at 1.56 points per game. I think that for Shawinigan, um, at the beginning when we did this, Eric kind of was on the Zion train, and my whole thing was, why don't you just take better Zion, which is Maverick Bork. Um, Maverick Bork absolutely burned down the, the queue. Uh, he is an elite offense, has one of the best shots in uh, in the draft. Um, you're getting a potential game-breaker with his offensive playmaking ability. Uh, this guy is going to be good. He has zero name recognition right now, and I feel like he is falling down boards just because... People just don't care as much about him, but Maverick Bork is going to be nasty. Yeah, no, I, I like him too. And I mean, going back and kind of rereading him and, and you know, knowing what we know now too, um, as we gotten better, I think hopefully we've gotten a little bit better at this process too. Um, yeah, I think um, I might even have to kind of push him up my rankings just a tiny bit too. So, um, and then who else did you have? Sorry, so we had JJP, um, who's He's my number three guy. Like yes, I, I, had both, I had both. I had I had both Germans. Yeah. So yeah, I have them right together, and I know we. Uh, Eric likes Reichel more than JJP. I'm on the JJP. I think he's uh, his shot sets him apart from Reichel, um, and like Reichel does kind of everything really well, um, but I think. JJP can do everything really well. Plus, has an amazing shot, so um, that's why I like him more. Yeah, I have JJP four, and then Mav five, and then Reichel six. Okay. Um, so they're they're close. I think Maverick Bork might also just slide up a little bit more. Um, I think there's that potential, but I, I do I do too like JJP a little bit more. Um, he's also got a little bit more pedigree um, than Plus Reichel. Plus the JJP so, name, the JJP name is kind of JJP cool. is great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Don't pull your hand off the fireworks accident. Um, yeah. And Reichel Simon Tybel, I know you have him low, but Simon Tybel is kind of that Maverick Bork style where he is absolutely sick. Um, yeah. Eric is on this bandwagon too. He's going to be nasty. Also, he's finished. I love me a good finish player. Uh, so um, I think all of these guys for me uh, and up to Murat, and we haven't talked about Murat yet either, uh, Kuznetov, whatever his last mm-hmm. name is, um, getting guys that could potentially be game breakers. Um, they're going to add a lot of offense to Darks, um, you're getting 
upside of of line two for sure. Maybe in a Maverick Bork, you could have him as a as a high end full scoring winger. Um, same with Murat. You're getting a top six upside rather than just capping out um, at the Josh Norris, Chris Tierney level. Yeah, with Murat, um, since we're going to talk about him too, I think I think he might kind of need a little bit more time to simmer uh, compared to some of the other guys we're talking about. And like he does, as uh, Eric likes too, where he he's driving play even without filling up the score sheet, which is nice too. Um, so it was because scoring is fluky sometimes, but um, so if he's driving play and then you would think that the scoring will, will show up as well. So um, yeah, I like Murat too. He's, he's right up there. I think he's my like five for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's three for me, but so Murat, JJP, Mav, Reichel, Simon, Tyvall, you, they're three through four five, seven. You mm. can order them for me in any way. And I just, just don't really think I would be upset. Um, just depends on, on the day you ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which which way did the wind blow this morning? That'll that'll be my my rankings. They, uh, but um, so I think we have the same top two. Then. Yeah. So my top two are over the moon picks. Um, yes. These are the ideal uh, choices. I think the Sharks would be incredibly happy to get Noel Gundler or uh, Connor Zary. Both guys are ranked quite highly by a lot of people, um, but have the potential to fall due to the depth of the draft, uh, just in general. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be surprises every year. Somebody takes um, somebody Sorry. way higher than they should be, yeah. like Moritz Sider. So, guys falling down the board. Plus, there's Askarov, a goalie in the mix now. We don't really know how he factors in. He's probably going to go around 10. Um, but I think that if Gundler or Harry fall, you have to take them immediately because they're going to give you the most upside, the most home run swing, um, and the ability to actually insert a potential game changer down the road. I'm not saying these are franchise level game changers, but these are guys who are going to pull up the stat sheet, play, um, play on your first line and be what you're looking for in, in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like we said, with we were talking about earlier, where the Sharks just don't have those, I mean, other than Merkley, who was gift-wrapped to them when he fell because of uh, supposed off, or off-the-ice issues, not supposed, he's, he's definitely had some off-the-ice, uh, quote-unquote, maturity issues. But, I mean, Noel Gundler is basically the, the forward version of, Merkley, where he's crazy upside and he's falling because of off the ice issues. And you, the Sharks have already shown that they're um, now willing to take chances on those guys. And hopefully, Merkley pans out, which we think Merkley's going to pan out. And if Gunler falls to the Sharks, they should be, I don't know, if Zoom, they should be hitting the, the button as fast as they can to uh, draft him. And then Connor's area, I think with him, it's just. Like he's, there's not very many weaknesses in his game. Like it feels like he could kind of, you know, within two years, basically be stepping in with the Sharks and playing because he's just his floor, like his floor is really high. There's not much he's going to have to work on really, to be honest. And he just looks like a really clean prospect. Yeah. Zary's the all around package. He's like the me shock, but better situation he's like josh norris if josh norris was on acid 
Uh, actually, Josh <laughs> Norris won AHL Rookie of the Year, I think, um, this year, which is kind of... Um, yeah, I, I think both these guys are going to be elite choices, especially at the bottom of the first. We, I'm pushing to do a guy named Rodion Amirov, uh, who's Russian, who would also be in the in this this area, um, but who also might fall. So I think the Sharks may have the chance to draft somebody who wouldn't be there. And, and I think one of these guys may be, I think Connor Zary more likely. Um, will be that mm-hmm. guy that's there, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of I want those two the most followed by every. So my my kind of order goes: Gunler Zary, and Marat, JJP, Maverick Bork, Michael Simon Tyval, and Mishak, Perot, Schneider, uh, and then Brisson, Lyon, Forster, Wallinder, uh, Andre, and then Foodie, Cormier, Ozzy, Baron, Neighbors. All right, so I'm going to end mine with. Um, right now, uh, it's Gunler, Zeri, JJP, Zyke, uh, or Reichel, sorry, Murat, uh, Mishak, Bork, Nybeck, Peralt, uh, Casper, the friendly forward. I can never say his last name. Andre, Brisson. Yeah. Cormier, uh, Neighbors, Baron, Wallander, Foodie, Schneider, Weesplat, and Forrester. I have Forrester at the very bottom just because I think he can only shoot slap shot, like one-timers, and that's it. <laughs> But is he sick at shooting slap shot? He's um, he's very good at it. He's very very good, and uh, but I feel like that's all he can do. So the uh, yeah, um, as we do more guys, we'll we'll kind of break them up more, um, yeah. and we'll do more of this as we get closer to the draft. I know that a lot of people aren't paying attention right now to prospects, but um, it's a good little palate cleanser to kind of go over everybody and how we view them. Um, obviously. Uh, our views are subject to change uh, as we get more information or we're just feeling bad that day or we have a tummy ache uh, and just are hating on somebody. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll try to keep it. We'll try to keep it up to, as updated as we can. If we have more guys. So um, if anybody wants to uh, wants us to do a specific person, a specific prospect, let us know at Lockdown Sharks. We're more than happy to, to, talk about somebody somebody really wants to see and we're also going to do a couple shows as we get closer to the draft um about deep boys uh, and these are the picks oh, like in yeah. the fifth round um that you might be able to steal and we'll have will scouch um from scouting and i guess mckean's back on to do that uh, and we'll talk some of the deep prospects so let us know deep. if you have anybody yeah deep um deep. <laughs> Let us know if you have anybody uh, in mind. We're more than happy to do them. Um, if you have uh, somebody who's way outside of the range of the Sharks, you want us to cover them, then email it to lockdownsharks at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to ask JD uh, about any of his prospect rankings and why he hates Casper Simon Dival so much, um, you can tweet it's at him. because I can't at say his name. Dival. I can't say his name. That's why. So, um, if you want to talk Gunler with uh, or with Kyle, you can find him at uh, Kyle Demetrius. And then also, if you want to ask uh, Eric about his board, which I'm sure he'll probably tweet out anyway, just because I think he has a little bit of FOMO this week, uh, he'll. Uh, you can ask him at Foulball15. And I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, if you're on Facebook, like us on our Facebook page at Locked on Sharks. Uh, we'll make sure we, any like boards and stuff like that, we'll put them up there as well. Um, 
also thanks to Shang for uh, shooting out, uh, having us in his uh, daily links. If you haven't checked out San Jose now, Hockey Now, you need to go do that because Shang's amazing. And I think that's all I got. You got anything else, Kyle? Um, no. No. Yeah. Hockey. Hockey Yes. We'll we'll be back on Monday, probably recapping uh, the weekend in hockey and maybe previewing. Who knows? Who knows what we'll do? The the wind will blow us in a direction. (laughs) Yes. Until then, have a good weekend. Later.